Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. Welcome back to Five on the Floor. I am your host, Greg Sylvander. Tonight's floor plan with me, Sean Rochester. You can follow him at Sean Rochester NBA on Twitter. Um, we are going to go through, oh gosh, here we go. The 116-96 <laughs> loss to the Detroit Pistons that the Miami Heat just suffered on their home floor. They have now lost to this team that had the second worst record in the Eastern Conference after last night uh, losing a game in Memphis to a depleted Grizzlies team when they basically had everybody playing. Tonight, Jimmy was out, and they didn't show up. And this is like the theme over and over again that they can't gain consistency. There's these moments when they just look incompetent. The offense gets stagnant. The defense becomes just leaky as can be, and they're not shooting well. And I don't have an answer for this. We're going to talk about this a little bit, big picture, Um Maybe a little bit about this actual game. I feel like what just happened the last two games, like there's a larger conversation to be had, and maybe that's a, a, another episode for another day. But, Sean, um, what is your temperature check of the team? Because, like, I, I sit here on this show tonight pretty damn deflated. Like, it's so weird, the range of emotions. When they won that game in Boston after playing them well up there, I was like, okay, if they build on that, they, they could be a four seed by New Year's Eve. Now mm-hmm. I'm like, shit, this is falling apart. <laughs> Do you feel similar to that range of emotions or is it just me on a roller coaster? Yeah, I think both of us are similar in that we kind of never get too high, never get too low. And, um, you know, so far this season, obviously it's not been ideal, uh, but we've kind of stayed the course to uh, use a SPO term. You know, last week you have that moral victory, the first game in Boston. Then you get the big win. You're starting to feel like we're turning the corner. We're getting healthy. You have the weekend off, and then you come out and you lay an egg yesterday. And then I I said it last night in our pool party chat, and, you know, shout out to the pool party, but I was like, I'm not going to panic tonight, but if we lose tomorrow, I'll panic. So I got to be a man of my word because we lost tonight, and we got killed tonight by 20 points. I, I mean, Jimmy or not, man, like <laughs> – I don't even know what to say. Like it's, it's so frustrating because this team it's better than what they're showing, whether that's good enough, but they're better than what they're showing. I think we, everybody should agree with that. It's just not, it's not showing it on the floor. And that's why I guess seeing what they did in Boston, and then we're going to actually pivot away from this, but I'm, I'm having a heat fan moment. So just bear with me to, to our audience. When you see them go up to Boston and play up to the competition like that, and then Jimmy fly up there and get a victory like that, that's Miami Heat basketball, right? Like that's like the allure of this era 
um, since Jimmy has got here. And then, so then I know that he didn't play tonight and, but there's just certain things, certain principles that these teams have had. And this team appears to lack it. That is a, a tough pill to swallow, but specifically tonight, Sean, um, 116 to 96 on their home floor. They ended up tied in rebounds, but for most of this game, they were actually out rebounding Detroit. And that would have been two games in a row. They, they ended up tied, but they were one of the big markers for success for this heat team this year is when they out rebound their opponent, they usually win. And now this would have been two games. They either tied or did not get or out rebounded them and lost anyway. Is this as simple as this team just can't find their shot and that's like basically making everything look worse? Or what are you seeing just um this it's the damn pistons like that? So it, it feels like it's more about Miami than it is the opponent. And so I, I kind of want to focus on them specifically and just you know, we we saw Tyler and Bam basically account for all the points. Like, I don't know what to make of it. So essentially fill space here and try to make something of this because I am basically at a loss for words. Yeah. I think to your point, I think you have to look at our squad. And if you look at last night, we got beat up in the paint tonight. We got beat up from behind the arc. It's, Uh. it's a different problem every single night. You know, our offense tonight, 83 offensive rating in the half court. That's absolutely horrid against a team that I think is bottom two, if not the worst defensive team. I'm pretty sure that's what Brady told me. I, I believe Brady on the last podcast. Yeah. Worst defensive rating or worst net rating. Like, come on. This is you know, basically one of the damn, there. this is the worst team in the league. Damn it. Yeah. Keep going. Keep and they're going to, and you, <laughs> and, and you know, they're going to come out there and compete. They're young. They're guys that are trying to prove themselves in the league. And, 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 you know, it wasn't going to be easy by any means. But, you know, we talked when we were texting about the identity of this team. What is the identity? What is the positive thing that you know you're going to get game in or game out, regardless of the result? What's one thing? I, I can't even honestly think of one. You can think of some negative things that are going to happen almost every game, and that's the unfortunate thing. I, I just – I don't know, man. We, we've we been fans for long a long time. We're old guys. You used to know that the Heat would come out here and play good defense, that they were going to hustle. You know, those shirts, the biggest, strongest, all, nastiest, all that stuff. I don't know what crazy Andy's put on the back of these shirts, but it's not, it's not positive stuff. No, you're right. It's, it's a level of indifference and it's hard to say because you see individual efforts here and there that are signature Miami heat efforts. Right. And it's not the entire roster, but it's just the way that it's coming together. It has been an extremely um, inconsistent team that often either leaks offensively and that they can't make a shot or the defense leaks. And if you have a water leak and can't find where it's coming from, or you're dealing with a water or mold damage issue in your home or business, you got to call water cleanup of Florida 954-579-0356 for immediate assistance with over 60 years of combined experience. Michael, Robert, and their team are prepared to handle any type of leak detection issue 24 hours a day, 365 days a year after the leak is located and repaired water cleanup of Florida will then clean, dry and restore the damaged area. 
fully licensed, insured, one-stop shop for you, any busy homeowner, business owner. You go to one contractor, that's Water Cleanup of Florida. They will handle it all from you start to finish. Service areas include Miami, Broward, and Palm Beach County. Call Michael anytime on his personal cell. Again, that's Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-579-0356, wcufl.com. If you got the schmutz, they got the guts. The heat needed Water Cleanup of Florida in the building tonight. Um, let's talk identities for a second. Like that's a, that's a good place to spend a segment. Uh, so let, let's take them back to, and show our age shit. It's one of those kind of nights. Um, you know, Zoe and Riley arrive, they trade for Timmy, they get PJ, um, Marley comes and all of a sudden they're like a defensive juggernaut. What did we know about that team, Sean? We knew that every day, they were going to show up with the lunch pail and play defense. And yep. the games are going to be in the eighties and it wasn't fun to watch necessarily from that point, but right. Like that was the calling card, right? And, and you had the role players off the bench, the Ike Austins, the Dwayne Coswells, the uh, Keith Askins that, you know, like you just had pieces that fit. And, and I guess it's, we're going to probably start talking, going back to the summertime, but like the pieces right now, I know they're shifting around and we've had some injuries, but like, it just doesn't seem like the pieces fit when you have, and I know we'll talk about the Tyler thing and the Ethan tweet that came from the five reasons account. Like it doesn't seem like the pieces when they work together are adding up to the results, which is the most important thing. It's it's so true. I mean, like this is, it's a tough thing. So the top three, if you just look at Kyle Bam and Jimmy as, as a trio, they're the eighth highest paid trio in the NBA. Um, so that means that that percentage of the cap has to show up every single night. They can't afford an off night. Kyle had a bad game tonight, but he hasn't been bad lately. He's actually been really one of the steadiest players throughout this season. Um, but, you know, and we're going to talk about Victor Oladipo. So just to our audience, trust me, we're going to spend some time there, but with this is a bigger thing than, than Victor Oladipo. I hate that it got overshadowed. Um, Tyler hero. They got to figure out what they have there, right? Like this is a situation where um, they can't really trade him this year. So they just got to ride with this situation and continue to um, see him evolve and build his game. And I've liked a lot of what he's done this season, but obviously there um, needs to be some more consistency tonight. He was great. Um, I don't know. Do you think that, uh, that the, that the Jimmy Bam Tyler Kyle Lowry build can work? Cause we talk about pieces, not fitting. And it may be that those four are, the root of this, because I feel like all the tertiary pieces around the roster, they tend to find ways to integrate those guys. And it works just by mixing in different lineups and such. When we talk about those four, it's never really been, Oh, look how they click. Um, do you think that they can figure that out? Uh, I think they can figure it out. I, I think tonight, the hard thing is you really only had two consistent options. You had Bam and Tyler and Tyler was great. Um, you know, if Jimmy was out there and you had your third option, but now you're requiring someone to play above their level. I mean, Struess couldn't do that tonight. Lowry, you had nothing off the bench. It's, 
it's just like asking guys consistently across the board to play above their level, not just play their role, but be like one step above. And it's, it's almost not fair because, you know, I'm sure if we look around the timeline, you're going to point, you know, to Tyler and, and, you know, he had these great stats, but it always ends up in a loss. Well, I mean, Tyler was great. I mean, he, he was getting whatever he wanted. He was great on offense. I mean, it was, it was unbelievable the stuff he was doing with the ball and creating space without the dribble. And, you know, so it's not really fair to point the result of the game on him. You look at Bam, you know, people are always going to complain about Bam with something. He's not aggressive enough. He didn't do this. He didn't do that. Guy had 21 and 15 tonight, nine to 16 shooting. Could he be more aggressive? Maybe, I guess. But like, who, who do you, you have to point blame at maybe not one person, but like the bench isn't good enough, not enough shots, people not knocking down threes, our defense is leaky. I mean, there's just so many things. Like it's our ship has so many holes in it. And every time you think you plug the hole and we're going back to being afloat, you know, another one pops again and you're going back down underwater. It's just it's frustrating because I think we all want to think we have the answers. And the really most important thing is is the guys, you know, on that coaching staff. They're the ones that have to figure it out. And they're I'm sure they're working their asses off to do that. There's no doubt about that. It's just it's a complex situation. Yeah, no, and and I guess where fans get particularly disturbed is that a lot of these guys were here last year. So like some of Mm -hmm. like what you look at when they feel disconnected, you're like, what the hell is happening? Like these guys were together before. So like that also just, it rubs me the wrong way that a team that you bring back from an Eastern conference finals run is not like on that. uh, This is our run for a championship type talk. Like they're just not in that. They haven't been in that mindset to me. I haven't heard that shit talking that you want to hear from a team about making a run for a title. You see how Boston has responded to losing. And obviously, you know, I don't give credit to Boston often, but there's just a certain mindset with coming back to a season and and they don't have that. And I don't know if it's going to come and I don't know that they're a move away. The weird thing about the Eastern Conference is that um, – they're never going to be out of it. So it's like, they're going to likely be able to make one move if they want. And I hope it's not to sacrifice a pick. If this team is too far out of the loop. Um, When we talk about picks, I want to sneak in my favorite daily fantasy sports app. And that's prize picks. Um, You want to go to prize picks and sign up right now because you can play so many different sports. They have NBA, NFL, uh, college basketball, soccer, um, so and you can mix sports so it's basically you pick your favorite players in your favorite sports they have their stats up there you can choose over or under for instance a player like kevin duran is at 28 and a half points right now you choose over or under that in the game against charlotte tomorrow um and then you stack your players together can win up to 10 times your money here's the key though you got got to use the code five f-i-v-e to get your deposit matched up to a hundred dollars that is the official daily fantasy partner of five on the floor in the five reasons sports network and then our official betting partner is better edge it's free it's legal um free to join uh legal and it's social betting so it's a little bit different in that you um are not betting against the house uh you can you know basically find different lines and get juice on stuff that you wouldn't necessarily find elsewhere Here's the key, though. Use the code 5RSN and you'll get $20 uh, right in your bankroll to get started. Um, So that's our daily fantasy and our official uh, betting sponsor, Better Edge Prize Picks. Code 5 and FR or 
gosh, look at me. I'm losing it now. Five RSN <laughs> for, for the code for better edge. Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This game has me rattled, Sean. What is happening right now? Uh, Victor Oladipo, he comes back tonight. Uh, He didn't play bad. Just like, overshadowed by the stink that that was this game what how did you feel about the depot uh debut yeah nine points three of nine one of four from behind the arc got to the free throw line four times at two out of four two rebounds two assists so you know i mean efficiency wise you're going to look at the negative 12 single game plus minus is useless stat played 19 minutes obviously was limited there i thought his minutes were okay you know it's it's one of those things where he's going to have to work some rust off uh it was good to see him be able to get to the basket and uh take contact get back up you know you obviously get concerned sometimes with a guy like him with injury history but um i i'm i'm happy to have him back and especially considering the way that gabe benson has looked as of late um, he can definitely jump into more minutes. Um, you know, Gabe is obviously out tonight with injury, but his play lately, his shooting is, has not been very good. Good. So hopefully, uh, you know, between the two of them or just one of them, we, we just need backup guard minutes. I mean, <laughs> we need, we need something to spell these guys, Kyle Lowry continuing to play game after game, all these minutes. I mean, props to him, but eventually that's going to like, come back to bite them in the ass. And like, this yep. is what we were talking about. Like they've kind of operated like a contending team does like a one seed that's cruising. That's the kind of shit they've been doing um, with other guys and the way that they're managing uh, minutes and, and playing time uh, while Kyle has had to play heavy, heavy minutes and that's not sustainable long-term. It's just a bizarre circumstance there. Uh the other thing uh, I want to close on as it relates to Oladipo, I saw flashes tonight, but I mean, ultimately, I, I to me, anything he brings to this roster at this point is incremental to the total uh, because I didn't expect to, to have him back this soon. I was thinking this was more of a February proposition. Shout out to Ethan who called this game as this, the, what they were calling a soft launch for Victor Oladipo. Um, I think that he has a spot on this roster. It's just unfortunate because even with him, I still think that they're a creator short and probably two front court players short, some sort of other four that can um, stretch the floor and still switch a little bit. And then another like big that can play behind Bam. Um, And so that's like three players that are not currently here, Sean, um, Am I, are you tracking similar to me that like, this is a multiplayer move kind of uh, to plug the holes that it appears this team has. And it's so weird because watch them go on like an 11 game winning streak after we do this show right here. And I'll have this stuff clipped against me and us for life. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Are they like multiple players away? Am I, am I correct there? Yeah, I don't think that there's um, 
there's a single guy that's going to be out there that you can grab and just plug it in. It's not, it's not that type of situation or roster. I, you know, what I was thinking about when you were talking is tomorrow and who knows if they'll practice on the second, you know, after a back-to-back situation like that, going into a game on Thursday against the Clippers, what would you do? Hypothetically, if they're practicing tomorrow, Greg Sylvander gets to make the practice plan. What are you focusing on? It's tough because I think it transcends like going out there and doing a walkthrough of like where you should be on the court mm-hmm. and who should rotate where. They know all that stuff. Yeah. They know that shit. Like they watch it all the time. They 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 go over it to me. This is about like I mean, I hate to use my cliche, but it's about like guts. It's about um not going out like punks. And it's just weird. They, they just seem disconnected. Uh, and to your point, I bet you they get the day off. And it's like, to just let this sit and fester. I guess maybe Jimmy comes back and 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 it go and it all goes away and gets better. But this has just happened continuously over and over throughout the season. So I have now reached a boiling point, folks. Mr. Sunshine Pumper is here <laughs> to tell you that I am concerned officially about this team on December 6th at 10.17 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I declared that I am uh, worried about this Heat roster. But you know what? Like I've seen them uh, do a quick reset on a roster um, from 05 to 06, and that uh, that turned out pretty good, Sean. So there is precedent yeah. for them fixing mm-hmm. this, but um, it was difficult tonight. I do not want to um sugarcoat it at all. Any final thoughts related to the game against Detroit specifically? Um, I'm sure you don't want to talk about it anymore. Anybody on Detroit that you like that you would like to see in a Miami Heat uniform? That's a good way to end the show. Wow. I mean, Jalen Duran is just an athletic monster. Uh, Tony and I got to see him when we were out in Vegas for uh, summer league. He's he's just a beast. He's only going to get better. He's only 19 years old. Jaden Ivey's a mon, you know, just athletically getting downhill, kind of gives you those like John Morant vibes. Sadiq Bay, it's sad. Bo- Boganovich, my gosh, he looked like Larry Bird tonight. Just, I don't. Do we want to do Sedano? Would we rather be the Pistons? <laughs> That's how we're going to end this show. (laughs) Would you rather be the Pistons? No, the Guts will be back tomorrow, but have a good night. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.